Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, ladies. It's Angela Yee. March is Women's History Month. Let's celebrate us. As women, we put our heart and soul into everything we do. Release the Pressure is here to help black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. I'm inviting you to help us get 100,000 black women to learn more about their heart health. Go to www.releasethepressure.org and take the pledge to prioritize your heart health. That's www.releasethepressure.org. You are valuable. Learn more about your heart health today. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. It is way up with Angela Yee. I'm here and the Jasmine brand is here. And it's like a friend's party in here because yeah. Ida Rodriguez is here too. Yes. Yay. I'm now, happy to be here. Ida, I was so inspired when we did that whole Mastery of Comedy series that I actually have this segment called Mastery of Comedy and it is focused on comics. Oh, nice. Yeah, on That's Way Up nice. with Angela Yee. So we're highlighting you today. Oh, well, thank you. On Mastery of Comedy. And your illustrious career thus far. <laughs> illustrious is correct. <laughs> <laughs> yes, That's embrace a perfect it. perfect word. <laughs> but what I love about you, Ida, is that, and, and I discuss this with, with other people too, is that the content of what you talk about, because it's very personal, right? You talk mm -hmm. about your own life and how... Um, you know, culture and everything, but you also can talk about politics, but you also can talk about dating. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's very well versed. Well, yeah, well rounded yes. too. Some people can only talk about like one thing and stay, mm -hmm. and, and some people are scared also yeah. in their comedy to go certain places, but you go there. Can you talk about how you mm -hmm. got to that point where you were able to do that? You know what's funny? I started on the edge. When you I did? started, yeah, because I started stand up a grown up, right? And so when I started doing stand up, I was like already a woman, and so I I went on stage. I just needed uh, how needed to learn how to shape it, learn the technique, mm -hmm. you know, like the the mechanical stuff format. But I was already going there, and so I feel most comfortable in that place. I think it's relatable. I think. Um, when I get the reaction of people who like, oh, yeah, I know that, too. I feel that, too. And uh, I feel like as a woman, especially a woman of color, if, if it's fun to push the envelope. Mm -hmm. How do you gauge if you're going too far or not? You know, what, I gauge it by how I'm feeling. If, okay. I'm, if I'm starting to feel, like, yucky, I okay. stop. Like, okay. I stop myself. Um, <laughs> 
I don't let the audience tell me though. Right. It's, it's really just like because I I've done some jokes that are really uncomfortable and I've gotten them to a place where the audience laughs and then there's some stuff I just have to get rid of and say it's not working. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's been times and you know doing comedy uh, during times that there's a lot of turmoil mm-hmm. and having to address certain audiences. Mm-hmm. You know, because I've seen you in all different types of spaces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've have. seen when you were filming your special, mm-hmm. uh, Fighting Words. I've been there for that, and I've seen those. People People came specifically to see you. Yeah. But then sometimes, what's it like when there's an audience that's there and they didn't know what to expect? And it could be people who are so uncomfortable that they even leave. Um, I like those audiences also. <laughs> You've said that. Yeah, yes. I'm conflict-driven. Um, I, I, it happened in childhood. No, you know what I will say is um, I have never... And I don't know anyone who has ever walked into a music concert and said, I wonder who's playing tonight. Mm -hmm. Nobody. But with comedy, people do that. They go to comedy shows and then they want you to tailor your stand up for them because Mm -hmm. they showed up. So I I lean into who I am. I don't code switch. I don't change my routine for anybody. I went to um, I went to the Middle East and did my, you know, I could have gotten stoned to death or something. And I just didn't change it. I don't believe in that. I just feel like. That's who I am. This is what I do. And if you show up, then buckle up. Let's go. Mm -hmm. And like you said, you started comedy as an adult. Right. Which is, I think, amazing because mm-hmm. sometimes people feel like, you know, you have to have been working on this from, mm-hmm. you know, grew up into it and things mm-hmm. like that. I'm the Halle Berry of comedy. No, <laughs> <laughs> no that's right. <laughs> but it is a certain level of confidence that comes with that mm-hmm. because you've lived life. You have some amazing things to talk about. But one thing I feel like that you've grown more into talking about is your children, because yeah. that's something that has been, I think, previously a little more off limits to you. But now it's kind of like, OK, they're adults now. Yeah. You know, now. Now it's and plus with their permission also. And anybody I talk about from my family and my stand up, I've gotten the sanction. You Even know? your uncle that used yeah, to... all my all my family knows. <laughs> yes, and my uncle one of my uncles has passed away. So, um, but you know, I I liberate him through my stand up because he lived in the closet mm-hmm. and he's dead because of that. He was murdered in a hate crime. So. I'm I ref- I'm not going to perpetuate that in my family and keep that secret because I I feel like he should be free at some point. So right. I I liberate him through that. And comedy a lot of times does come from pain and I think mm-hmm. from you you've been able for you you've been able to take some of the things that could be considered tragic in your life mm-hmm. and somehow laugh about it. And mm-hmm. I feel like when I interviewed Marlon Wayans, he was saying that too. And his family, they could find jokes at a funeral. Mm-hmm. Like they could find something to laugh about in any situation. Yeah, you it's know? a survival mechanism for many people of color and poor people. Like we do the dozens. It's always been something that a lot of us do in order to, to get through. And Quite honestly, it gives you a more optimistic perspective on life than to be crying and you can right. laugh through something. You know, laughing at a funeral is a beautiful thing. To be able to take a moment from that person who passed away and have a moment of laughter is such a homage to that person instead of, you know, just falling on the ground and scraping the floor, which we all do too, crying. <laughs> right. You know, like, right. oh, wow. <laughs> but that's about you. That's not about that Take person. Me, they, yeah. Well, I feel like funerals and homegoing, home homegoings and stuff like that really are is about the per, about everyone else that's left, not so right. much the person yeah. that's gone. If you're grieving the, the loss, yeah. but when you laugh, you are honoring that person's memory. Right. And I think that's there's power in that. I, I like uh, 
being able to find the funny in all things. It's it's become a talent for me. Like I'm like, what's funny about this? Right. right. It's gonna happen. One thing about me too, I can laugh about anything mm-hmm. also. I go through some of the craziest situations, mm-hmm. but it does help me because I'm I also I also try to look at it like one day this is gonna be a great story. Yeah. <laughs> to tell yeah. once I make it through because I think it's all about knowing that you are gonna make it through to the other side, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean and if you not then you still won't be around, so. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a comedian. I want to ask you, you've been in this business for a while. What's Has there been a, a a change in terms of how women are accepted in in the area of comedy um, since you started? And financially, too. Yeah. Like how women are compensated. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, what's very telling, I think Ellen DeGeneres is the one woman who was in that Forbes list consistently. I think Amy Schumer was on it one time. Mm-hmm. I don't know any women of color who have been in the Forbes like top 10 most successful comedians. So when you look at it from that perspective, there's a lot of changes that need to take place cuz a lot of I, I I don't know a Latin woman who ever broke the ceiling. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm like, you know, I, I I know Angela Johnson has probably been the most popular, most successful in terms of name recognition. Um but I think that, yeah, a lot of women are showing up and and they're busting through. I think the white girls um, have been able to have bigger careers. They can be dirty, Mm -hmm. you know, because they're always telling us what we can't say, what we shouldn't say, what we shouldn't do. Um, But the most successful women in comedy are all kind of dirty. They have all been pretty graphic and blue. And Is there camaraderie with the white women and the women of color in comedy? I don't, all? With them. No. <laughs> I don't mess with them. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I'm cool with everybody. I think I cannot speak on how uh, I know. Like Amy Schumer has been very good to Yamanika. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, oh, she's on Life and Beth. Well, Yamanika's yeah, on Life and Beth. Yeah, Yamanika's Amy's... on Life and Beth with her. But she's, you know, they've toured with her. She takes women of color on the road with her. Um, and you know, and they open for her. Chelsea Handler also mm-hmm. has Sydney. So I, I do think that there are some, um, you know, some women. I'm cool. Me and Nikki Glazer say hi to each other when we see each other. Hey, <laughs> but um, I don't. You know, I think that it's women in comedy are socialized to be competitive with each other. They have, you know, they have us scrambling for the crumbs while the men eat the the feast. So I think that there's a lot that can happen for to create better relationships with us because I think a lot of it, especially during uh, George Floyd, a lot of people were like, "I had a black friend," you right? Know, like I, I take black people with me on the road. <laughs> it felt a little performative, but it'd be cool to see some genuine, you know, stuff. I do know that there are some people like Amy Schumer rides for New York. Her movies, you're going to see Keith Robinson, you're going to see Marina, you're going to see the New York comedians and her projects. She always rides for her people, but she's a she's a um, a rarity. I wouldn't say that a lot of the women do that, but she definitely does. And another thing that you personally have been doing is producing specials mm-hmm. for other people. So let's talk about that passion for mm-hmm. you because, you know, I look at you, Ida, and you're always working. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Ladies, are you tired of trying new hair remedies and TikTok recipes? only to keep seeing excessive shedding and breakage? Say goodbye to the struggle and hello to Mayel's incredible sea moss collection, the superfood for your hair and scalp. Packed with 90% of all the essential minerals your hair needs, this collection is a game changer. Experience maximum hair retention for all hair types. Embrace the beauty of healthy, nourished hair with Mayel's Seamoss Collection because your hair deserves liberation. From the Seamoss Shampoo and Conditioner to the Seamoss Curl Pudding, the Seamoss Gel Hair Mask, the Seamoss Anti-Shedding Bundle, and more. Formulated for individuals looking to maximize hair retention, this collection helps reduce excessive shedding due to breakage. The two powerhouse ingredients in this collection, sea moss and saw palmetto, are what makes it the superfood for your hair and scalp. And remember, it's made for all hair types. Sea moss, another Mayel product collection for you to love. From one queen to another, shop Mayel at Mayel.com, Walmart, or your local beauty store today. Hey, ladies, it's Angela Yee. March is Women's History Month. Let's celebrate us. As women, we put our heart and soul into everything we do. Release the Pressure is here to help black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. The RTP Heart Health Squad will support you in protecting your mental health and overall well-being. I'm inviting you to help us get 100,000 black women to learn more about their heart health. Go to www.releasethepressure.org and take the pledge to prioritize your heart health. That's www.releasethepressure.org. You are valuable. Learn more about your heart health today. You're always like pitching, but that's what you have to do. Yeah, Some people feel like I just, you know, go on the road, do my stand up and hope something good happens. But you are out there like proactively pitching stories, pitching ideas, doing mm-hmm. a book mm-hmm. too, by the way. So I want to talk about all of those things, but also producing other comics. Yeah, that was actually uh, one of the highlights of last year for me. Not just producing, but directing three specials that are now streaming on HBO. Ian Lara, Marcella Arguello, um, Gwen LaRocca, and uh, Ralph Barbosa, who is blowing up. He got signed by UTA and and, um, Three Arts. He is like a big deal right now in comedy. Ian Lara is like selling shows. That's been, those are the things that keep me going. Just being able to see younger comedians shine and, and watching them like thrive and na- navigate this business until it's, it should be like a tree where the branches just keep going with us to tell our stories. Because the more we tell our stories, the more power we have. And I, I just think that in comedy, that's it's a great way to be able to curate that. So I've been having a good time with that. I know certain comics because of you. I went to your show, too, at uh, Caroline's. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, Caroline's, because mm-hmm. comedy. Know. I know. It's so sad. But I actually, like, follow the comics that mm-hmm. you had on the mm-hmm. show because you've introduced me to, you know, I love comedy. Yeah, you do. I, I do. And um, you've introduced me to people, which I appreciate. And I know mm-hmm. they, because it's not just me, but you're introducing a lot of people to these comics that are coming mm-hmm. up under you. Do you feel like... People helped you in that way because I know Tiffany the first did. time we had you on was because of Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, Tiffany did. You know, I, I did. Um, I did that Shaq All Star 
Comedy Jam for Showtime. I was on the last season, the last episode of it. But I also was touring and D-Ray was really good to me. It's always been good to me. Um, you know, I toured with Gary Owen and Tony Roberts and Tommy Davidson. Um, Faison Love, you know, I, I've had Faison Love used to take me on the road with him. Corey Holcomb used to take me on the road with him. It was like very secure men that were not worried about me like some of them are kind of get kind of weird if you get a lot of attention mm. but um they would take me on the road with them you know I had a I've had a great um some great people bless me Russell Peters used to take me on the road with mm -hmm. him so yeah I have people show up for me and create a way for me but Tiffany did it bigger than anybody because right. she made sure that you know, we were properly compensated. We are on Netflix that lives forever. And it was very uh, first. The first season of They Ready was very, very successful. Now, let's move away from this business for a second and talk mm -hmm. about Ida in personal life. Because I, I have yet to meet somebody Ooh. as long as I've known you that you've been like, this my man. <laughs> yes. What, what's, your, what's your relationship my man, status? My man, my man, my man. Yeah. What's your, what's your relationship status right now? <laughs> um, um, that's so funny. I'm single. <laughs> I'm single. Uh, I am single. And um, I'm actually single. No. <laughs> no. Many different ways to say single. Girl. Yeah, I'm single. She's going to say it again. But... Uh, <laughs> single um but i um uh, i'm actually i'm what i'm trying to learn how to date okay you and you jasmine know, are both yeah well you know you have a, you've always said to me to, to uh, learn how to date mm -hmm. uh, diversify my portfolio <laughs> and <laughs> so are you dating right now well. i am dating okay i am dating what type of guy does ida like um, I have it written down. Okay, let's hear this. Oh, wait a minute. You she really wrote do? It down. Yeah, Jasmine, write your list. I don't have a list. Maybe <laughs> that's my problem. I have a list. Okay. Because okay. I, I imagine it? for some guys him? it could be in intimidating. Him. Oh, she does. And it's in her notes and it says That's a him. long list, girl. That's it's a, not that long. Listen, I'm going to read it real quick. Okay. Emotionally healthy, honest, loyal, affectionate, reassuring. He's arrived. I don't want somebody who doesn't know what they want to be when they grow up. Committed, <laughs> respectful, intelligent successful tall dancer he has to be able to dance fun adventurous romantic spontaneous oh thoughtful gosh. generous wise protector sincere passionate independent powerful articulate and le and a leader okay what if he has all of that but a small penis <laughs> i didn't hear nothing about no sex on that list is it that good? Oh, it's just, that's not it's on just, the list. It's just not for uh, <laughs> public the, consumption. The notes that uh, are accessible <laughs> to my daughter who likes to pick up my phone. Um, you know, of course, I want to be with someone who is sexually healthy and sexually healthy. Is that you yeah. can be healthy with a small penis? You can. Um, I. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you always do this to me, though. You know what? This is. Uh, I don't know. I just heard you. You know all these. She's so uncomfortable She's right like, now. I'm single. <laughs> I'm single. I saw this internet woman giving one of these uh, speeches. You a know guru. how people be always a guru. She called her internet talking, internet woman. Yeah, internet woman got me so mad. She was talking about the why you should date a man with a small penis, and she went on and on about you know like basically she was like mess with him because his self-esteem ain't that high and okay. that way you'll be in control which i thought was terrible <laughs> but um yeah i want to be with some you know what i'm a grown woman let me stop and my kids are grown i want to be with somebody that i'm sexually compatible with that's okay. a selfless lover that is somebody who 
it really enjoys, you know, sex for not just the the physical act, but the, the connection. And this is my first time ever talking about like this ever publicly. I've always really shied away from this. You know, I did lip service and mm-hmm. I let Shantae do all the talking. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I want to be with somebody. You know, I was raised to be a, of service, to, mm-hmm. to be subservient to a man and to just not advocate for myself and I believe that this is part of me advocating for myself um yeah I don't want to be with somebody who's skittish and Mm -hmm. and weird about sex I want to be with somebody who is sexual and and enjoys it and and is good at it okay see we gotta speak it into existence because you get all those things on your list yeah I know and go to bed mad every night with a a micro penis (laughs) and it'd be trash Mm -hmm. yeah and that's interesting because Jasmine always says that she like guys that are mid to ugly Mm, I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Like not super fine, like not super attractive. I like just regular. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I find them attractive, but not, you know. Yeah, I get just it. just regular. I like, want to see who y'all y'all need a dating show together. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta. You know what? I live in LA, and a lot of the men who are super attractive, oh, thank you, feel like. Um, vapid to me mm-hmm. and and may and there are some who are of substance you know that can have smart conversations but because the city is so superficial because everything is transactional and it's it's so rooted in hollywood especially the world that i'm navigating mm-hmm. i'm not attracted to those types of men either like i don't you know it just feels uh weird but i like I like attractive men that don't live in California. Okay. Work, you know, they got <laughs> jobs. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> they go to work every day. Mm-hmm. Got it. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. made you do this list, though? Like, when... It's so long. It's such a <laughs> long list. Do you list. add to it? See, like, yeah, well, you know, that's that long, That list is not long, according to the li- relationship lady that I talked to. Everybody <laughs> is somebody lady. She was saying you, you got to write uh, your list mm-hmm. and you should be a, just like you do with your dreams. Like you should dare to want it all. Right. Okay. Right. And that's that was me being like she was like, that's it. That's all you want. And mm. I'm like, I, I, that's all I got. <laughs> we got to do your list, Jasmine. OK. And what about another comic? Would you date another comic? Um, I haven't met a comic that I would want to build a life with, mm-hmm. and that's where I am now. Like, I want to travel the world, and I want to, I want to somebody with health insurance. Okay. Um, that <laughs> you know, I'm a <laughs> with oh, health insurance. Gosh. God forbid something happened. <laughs> I want to date somebody like a someone who like goes a, to the dentist, like a sales engineer yeah. or something like that. Okay. Somebody like that, but, but let's somebody who's nerdy. But you, so you are dating though. Like you've been going mm-hmm. okay, but anybody that you feel like I could see myself making this more serious or yeah, there's one person that I feel that way about. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, we'll put him mm-hmm. on the list. <laughs> He on my did, but how do, how do you feel with the success that you've been having? Because I feel like with you, every time I talk to you, it's something new. Because you also have a book deal. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, you know what it is? I'm an Im- a child of an Im- of immigrants. So I never feel like it's enough. I feel like I got to keep working. Mm-hmm. Like, keep your head down and keep working. And so... I'm always like, what's next? You right, know, yeah, like, because yeah. we got to get money coming in for 2024 and <laughs> right. 2025. Like, it's we cool right now. Like, but you you never know what's gonna happen. Right. But I feel. I yesterday I woke up and I I was so thankful. I said I'm very thankful for my life and where I am now, especially from where I came from, and I'm I'm blessed. Um, but I want to do more. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I already know you don't stop. 
Like, I'm like, even when during the pandemic, Ida was like writing show ideas, mm-hmm. pitching shows. You got um, some shows that have been picked up, right? That, yeah, we're okay. I'm in development right now. I'm excited about um, the shows. And, you know, me and Soledad O'Brien um, are developing a show. So we, we I'm working. Okay. I'm working. Well, I just want to be part of the entourage at some point. You there, you ain't a part of the entourage. You're part of the family. The entourage is... <laughs> The entourage, the entourage. Is, is a, <laughs> what do you call it, a, a, a variable. you part of the constant crew. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. All right, good. Well, I can't wait till I meet this guy. Um, well, Ida Rodriguez, thank you so much. And um, everything that's been going on, make sure y'all go watch Fighting Words in case you haven't. And you get mm-hmm. to see her journey, too, on that, which I thought was so mm-hmm. impactful. You went. You oh, yeah, went I did. There. I forgot. I came to Puerto Rico. She came and saw me in Puerto Rico. People, I, my family didn't even go. And Ida, let people know where they can find you. Oh, you can go to funnyida.com. Um, the Don't At Me tour is happening right now. Phoenix, I'm coming your way May 4th through the 6th. I'm coming to Ad- Edmonton in Canada on June 1st through the 3rd and the San Jose Pro- Improv June 9th through the 11th. And for ABFF, I will be for one night only at the Miami Improv on June 13th. That and many more dates. Just go to funnyida.com and get your tickets. Okay, funnyida.com. Make sure y'all check her out. Follow her on social media. Go see the show because, you know, I go every chance I get. She brings it. She brings it. And I be bringing people with me. Yep. Yeah. All right. the audience. Well, master your comedy with Ida Rodriguez on Way Up with Angela Yee. Hey ladies, it's Angela Yee. March is Women's History Month. Let's celebrate us. As women, we put our heart and soul into everything we do. Release the Pressure is here to help black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. I'm inviting you to help us get 100,000 black women to learn more about their heart health. Go to www.releasethepressure.org and take the pledge to prioritize your heart health. That's www.releasethepressure.org. You are valuable. Learn more about your heart health today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome.